Hello and welcome Africa. Hopefully you are engaging to our discussion tonight uh, in this um, brand new show that is going to look at matters around AFCON. AFCON is there, it's here today, starting. There is a match, of course, pitting up the host nation that is Egypt against the warriors of Zimbabwe. So the show is called AFCON 19 Updates, where we are going to be covering what's happening in Egypt in terms of uh, all the breaking news, reviews, previews and interviews and with me covering uh, this show uh, it is of course let me introduce my guest Timothy Batabaire former Uganda international uh, coach former player that is Obina Okafu of course Nigerian former Nigerian international and of course joining us through Skype none other than Oluwashina Okeleji sports writer and journalist all the way from Cairo Oluwashina welcome to the show Hi, Timothy, and um, the rest of the team. You guys are looking good there. You need to be here and be boiling like I'm boiling. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm in in Alexandria, and we are waiting for the big game for Nigeria. Mm. Yeah, I I think, uh, Oloashina, this uh, last, of course, here speaking to you. Let's try to just get a breakdown and updates what is happening there in Egypt before we let you go. We know you've got so much to do. There is an opening ceremony, of course, just happening in a few hours' time. But just take us through what is happening in Egypt. What is the mood like at the moment? uh, Are people, you know, can't wait for this opening game? And as well, the prospects of uh, a country that you know very well, that is the Super Eagles. Well, basically, um, this is not Africa, Egypt. Um, I was here for the 2006 African Cup of Nations. They hosted and they won it. In 2019, the mood is different. There's a new government. There's a new system. The people here are trying to be very receptive. They will be asking you at every turn, are you okay? Welcome to Egypt. Welcome to Egypt. So the atmosphere, because it's a footballing nation, the atmosphere is there. I'm in Alexandria, from Cairo to Alexandria. You can tell that um, the mood is everyone is really really gearing up to what they hope will be um, a successful tournament as host as well as um, the pharaohs the pharaohs can actually um, win the tournament as well as for nigeria we were at the press conference earlier today um we saw madagascar they come they, they are there they put on and then we have um, burundi as well they have Sadio my um saido Berahino as captain now mm-hmm. and of course um, there was guinea where um they also had their own press conference so John Mikelobi, as well as Genotro, actually came for Nigeria. And for Guinea was Poput, the coach, as well as Ibrahima, um, Ibrahima Traore, um, who plays for Borussia Mönchengladbach in the German Bundesliga. So it was a good way to start the tournament. Let me focus on Nigeria quickly. Yes. They are playing against um, Burundi. It's the first time the Super Eagles will be back in the tournament after they won in 2013 in South Africa. Um, they, they, they've led the young boys the smaller teams compete for 2015 and 2017. So they are back in <laughs> where, um, where everyone, um, according to John Mikel, this is where it all started for him in 2006. So he's looking forward to a great tournament. For Coach Genetro, it's always the cry. You know, as Cameroon are fighting for bonus, Zimbabwe are complaining about bonus, Nigeria is not even complaining about bonus, but they have a bonus problem. Though. <laughs> they do have a bonus problem. They haven't, they haven't been paid, but they are not complaining. They have, they have bigger, they have bigger issues. They have bigger issues because <laughs> then, 
<laughs> we, we seem to have lost all our shina there. I'm sure we'll try to reconnect with him. But let, let's, let's just continue the conversation, gentlemen. And I'm sure as we as soon as we reestablish uh, this connection, we'll just take it from where we left off. Uh, so, Coach uh, Obina, welcome to the show. Uh, let me just officially introduce you. Thank Good you so to be much. here with us. And uh, yeah, I think the viewers will be you know, glued to their, to, to try to make sure that they listen to what you have to say in terms of uh, the prospects, what you're looking for in terms of the AFCON 2019. Yes, it's starting today. You know, uh, the first match, of course, pitting up the, the pharaohs of Egypt and as well as, uh, have we reconnected with Olashina? Olashina? Can you hear us? Yeah. Yes, you can continue. Yeah, I can hear you guys. I can hear you guys. Yes, you are just... A, yeah. There was a call that was... Is it the call from Amaju Pinik? <laughs> Hopefully it's not from Amaju Pinik. His, yeah. Uh... Can, can you hear us now? So, yeah, I can talk. Yes, please proceed. Yeah. So basically, um, Nigeria, we've had 10 players. They've taken ill since they started their... Uh, preparation for this tournament. Mm. Ahmed Musa, um, Shehu Abdullahi, um, Leon Balogun, John Ogu, uh, amongst uh, around, um, um, and six other players have taken ill and um, they only started training two days ago. Only John Ogu hasn't managed to train. So according to Coach Genetro, he's going to prepare a team that is fit enough to face Burundi, but he has players who are on the main who are trying to recover from illness because he said when they play against Zimbabwe, he drained and then when he came to Ismaila to play against Senegal, some of his players also took ill because when they got here, it was difficult in Ismaila. So now, there's the number one excuse for the Super Eagles already. <laughs> the, money is not coming from the, the money is not coming from the government. The government hasn't provided fund for them yet. But I'm, 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 I'm not surprised that this news hasn't come out because you know very well Nigeria will threaten to boycott tournaments. But yeah. they've, been promised, they've been promised by officials that the money will come and the players are confident that the money will come. So they left that aside. They want to concentrate on the tournament. And against Burundi, um, who they know that will be difficult because they don't know much about them and they don't, know, they don't have much to lose. They are a bit skeptical. And the coach says um, they've done their homework, but Burundi will be more difficult to beat than any of the top teams in Africa because you don't know anything about them and they have nothing to lose. And a team that has nothing to lose is the most difficult team to play. That was what the coach said. And then John Mikel will be saying the play. Oh, again, we we seem to be losing Olwashina. They just, uh, yes, continue, continue Olwashina. So, um, Mikel will be says he's looking forward to this tournament and um, he wants to end on a high for Nigeria. So, I mean, when you look at the Nigerian camp, they have three players who have played in this tournament before. John Mikel will be Ahmed Musa and Kenneth Omeru. Incidentally, they were part of the Nigerian squad that won in 2013. So that tells you we have 20 players who are debutant at the African Cup of Nations. It's not an excuse. The Eagles better fly. If they don't fly, Kenneth Rowe will probably be on the next plane back to Germany or France, depending on which route he choose, because he's Franco Jambo. He can choose to go back anywhere. Yes, uh, you know, okay, you, you, he, he's mentioned you are mentioning the fact that um, the captain Obi Mikel that maybe might be his last, yes, he has to win, he has to win, and maybe the captain as well might be the last time 
we are seeing him actually playing for the Super Eagles, you know, to make sure that he can lead them to, to glory like 2013. Uh, looking at him coming back into the fold after missing out on the, on the qualifiers, how do you see, you know, his presence? Uh, is it something that uh, really is boosting the squad? Uh, is it someone that uh, is appearing as if it's a new environment for him or it is just business as usual for, for the captain? He said he's always been in touch with the boys, so he knew exactly, he knew exactly what they've been doing. Um, he said he's aware of some of the things that they've been doing. That he took time off because he wanted to give his best to his country. He said he wants 120 percent. Um, as I'm, I, I'm, I still remember one of those people who felt like Nigeria wouldn't need John Mikel Obi because he didn't, yeah. wasn't part of the qualification. He was, he should, they should let him rest and all that. But you see, I'm not the coach. The coach says Mikel brings <laughs> what other players don't bring, which is leadership and the calm head to solidify things. So he expects that the most experienced player in the squad will bring a lot to his team. So what we are going to see now is a John Mikel Obi, who is now a veteran. 2016 and uh, 2006 tournament, he was making his debut at this tournament. In 2019, he's the captain. So the coach expects that experience as well as um, the cover he provides for the midfield in that squad. And Mikel says... He's ready to go. He's in the best shape of his life to probably end the tournament on a high. So it tells you that psychologically, mentally, um, the player says he's physically ready. So what can you say as a player? And um, the coach says he's happy to have him in the squad. Would it be acceptable, Olishina, if uh, the Super Eagles come back empty-handed, maybe reach your semi-final and not go all the way? Um, for the coach, I don't think so. Um, I think he's been trying to play it down that his team is not ready to win, but the NFF says they've given them everything they need to win the trophy. So I don't think that will be acceptable. On the on the other side of the fans, and you know, fans are very demanding. Uh, they, they expect the Super Eagles to turn up. Even when you go to the World Cup, they know you will not win the World Cup, but they will tell you we are going to bring the trophy home like it's ever been to Nigeria before. <laughs> So the expectations level is always high. Obina played for Nigeria. He can tell you exactly how the fans are demanding. Mm -hmm. um, so there will be nothing but success that the Nigerian fans will take from the team. Even if they manage to make it to the semi-finals, um, they are tired of the excuses of the coach. We have a young team. We have a young team. When will the young team finally fly? That is the question. Um, so there's no excuse. I think the Nigerian fans, like I said to you, and the press, the local media are very demanding. I think if they make it to the final, and they lose out, the fans will try and understand that. But if they, you know, they finish the normal third place for Nigeria, I, do, I think that is unacceptable. No. I think they expect them to go all the way. All right, we want to thank you, Oluwashina, uh, Okaleji, the sports writer and journalist, all the way from Cairo, uh, Egypt, just breaking it down for us. So we want to wish you and the Super Eagles and your work that you're going to do. We're going to keep in touch with you to make sure that you just keep us up to date with what the dealings that are happening in Egypt. Thank you, my brother, and we'll keep in touch. Thank you, guys. Have a great show. Yeah. Thank okay. you. So that was uh, Oluwashina. Just to Coach Obina, yeah, former Nigerian international, of course, he mentions the pressure that the Super Eagles are under right now, winning <coughs> into 2013. We just want to continue from the same breath in terms of the chances of, of, each, of, of Nigeria, the Super Eagles, winning it around. We're coming from the World Cup. Yes, you might say that it wasn't uh, what maybe the doctor ordered. They could have done better there about, but also in a difficult group. But now, there you are, irrespective of the team being young, it's a Super Eagles side that is playing at the Nations Cup. The chances of the Super Eagles. Look, um, from your side. Uh, 
um, Elasto, they, they, they stand good chance uh, in this tournament. Um, the one side I've, I've followed uh, for the past, I think, uh, last, uh, that was last two years when they started the qualifier. You know, and tricky when they lost their first game uh, in Nigeria uh, against South Africa. Africa. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was, I was, uh, I was in Nigeria that uh, then at uh, that particular game. You know, but the way they rose and ended up and ended up qualifying before the end of before their last game. Mm -hmm. You know, it was amazing uh, on my side. But when you look at uh, when, the problem I have with the national team of Nigeria is the way they keep cutting and changing every time. The, when they won the Nations Cup here, it they have more debutant. Uh, when they won the yeah. Nations Cup in South, Africa, <laughs> in South Africa, yeah, yeah. They, they had more debutant. Every year they have in debutant. Every year they have in debutant. You know, coming into this Nations Cup having twenty debutants. <laughs> It's something that you always ask yourself, you know, and that's one one problem I have in terms of where are those players that played in the last Nations Cup? You know, these Although, players... Although, to be fair, Nigeria wasn't there in the last Nations no, Cup. No, I mean, the, the last, last two one editions. they played. Yeah. They played. Because the last one was in 2015. 2015. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So where are those players? They're still playing. Mm. You know, we have many... Uh, just typical example of the goalkeeping department. You know, we still have goalkeepers still active in Europe, but they still keep on using a goalkeeper that not, that does not have a club. Even they said he's in Sevilla, but not even the, <laughs> even the junior team is not even in the junior team lineup. Yeah. You know, you you keep on asking yourself what's going on. But for me, I just believe that the coach knows what he's getting himself into. You understand? Because at the end of the day, he's the one to bear the cross. Because if he... Be, uh, okay, Mikel, I believe Mikel to be in the national team uh, now, he, he didn't deserve it. But okay. just because I believe they, they're using it to just send him off because this might be his last mm -hmm. national duty in the AFCON, yes. I, I, I believe mm -hmm. that's the reason. But... Mm -hmm. For him playing in China, the team he didn't play much games. The team uh, went uh, relegated. He's now, he's now in England. Eh? He yeah, he played for Middlesbrough. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. I know. You know. I'm just saying before this yes, Nations yes, Cup. Yes, you know yes. then. Where so he's been? In yeah. where he's been? You know, he's not playing. Yeah. He got injured. The team relegated. You know, you look at other players we have ahead of him, mm -hmm. but for him to come back, yes, he got the leadership. He has been there. He's a veteran. I believe that's the reason why he's there. But will he play? That's another question. Will um, John Obi Mikel play or not? Will he contribute? Will he make a positive impact? Yes, some are saying it's a welcome return for the captain. Uh, team, as we're just uh, wrapping up uh, Nigeria, because yeah, we, we just started looking at uh, the time constraint that we had with Olashina. Uh, the coach, Gino Rowe, goes to the World Cup, qualifies the Super Eagles for the I mean, after that they missed out uh, for the last two editions, uh, he comes in, qualifies them to the World Cup, which is something that happens every day. Uh, Nigeria qualifying for the World Cup. You know what? I think they've done it on five or six time occasions. Uh, Nations Cup, yes, they were missing out on the last two uh, editions. He comes in. Again, like Coach Obina is saying, that towards the end, you could see that that qualifying campaign, definitely you could see this was a team uh, really coming together and finishing very, very strong uh, in the group where there's the likes of South Africa, Libya. Uh, is he a coach that would be forgiven if he doesn't <laughs> lift up 
this AFCON trophy because the expectations are high, like we've heard from the two gentlemen that know it too well about Nigerian football to say that the expectations are that if he fails to win, he must catch a flight, whether it's to France or whether it's to Germany, wherever. <laughs> Is that a fair uh, assessment of a coach who has taken them to the Nations Cup and qualified them for the World Cup if he fails to win the Nations Cup? Elasto, from where I'm sitting, I can tell you that no one remembers second best. <laughs> yeah. exactly. uh, in football, it is cut through. We always remember the champion. Whether you are runners-up, that is for you to mention and defend yourself. But history doesn't hold you. Now, is he the right coach you know, to remain if he doesn't win the trophy? Uh, I don't think so. And this is why Nigeria has been to the World Cup before him. They have lifted the African Cup of Nations before him. Uh, the late Keshi lifted the African Cup of Nations. So anything less uh, winning the AFCON is not good enough for Nigeria as a country. Uh, so uh, in this moment, yes, he has got the justification to, uh, to give reason as to why he shouldn't w win the African Cup of Nations, as we have heard from uh, Oleshina saying that uh, uh, the players have taken ill and everything like that. Uh, but we know for a fact that Nigeria are one of the users, uh, contenders, you know, in the likes of Ghana, uh, Egypt, uh, being even a hosting nation. So I think the coach needs to move. But again, you uh, you come into the, the picture, the question, yes, that's the expectation of the fans. But what is his relationship with the, with the administrators, uh, with, with the football federation? With the NFF? Yes, is the mandate to try and unearth a pool of players uh, so that uh, Nigeria has always had a pool of players. But given the fact that they were not qualifying for pre uh, previous tournaments, mm. maybe the mandate was to try and find the, the gym in the likes of Okocha that they have not been there. Uh, so that's maybe explaining why he has got 25 debutants again for the AFCON. <laughs> so <laughs> He's trying to find the next Okocha. Exactly. So if, if, if his relationship with the, with the Federation is right and he's on the right track, I think Pinnick may give him another two years but of contract. But remember, Shoaibu have qualified Nigeria so many times, twice into the AFCON, but no, end up not no, even no, sitting, sitting no. in the bench. Obina, yeah. it was simple. He was Nigerian and not a foreign coach. Maybe. Okay, so... Yeah. All right, gentlemen, uh, let's move on now. Uh, for those that are listening, uh, the show is called AFCON 19 Updates. Of course, it's uh, self-explanatory where we are looking at uh, the events that are happening uh, in Cairo, Egypt, where AFCON is being hosted. Gentlemen, uh, today is the start, is the beginning. But before we get to actually the football, I think all of us would love to discuss matters have to do with the tactics. I know you love that, you guys. But there's always the politics, uh, the administration, behind the scenes. Uh, we saw, you know what, I think the last two weeks, uh, it has been two or three weeks, uh, it, it has been difficult uh, for any African to associate yourself with CAF. It has been very <laughs> challenging to, to, to actually be proud of what is happening at the headquarters of CAF. We, we saw now, I think the latest one, yeah, I can go back as far as the CAF Champions League, the controversies of that, uh, that debacle regarding the VAR, uh, our president subsequent to that being arrested. He was not arrested because VAR did not work. He was arrested <laughs> for other things. I think it would have been better if he was arrested I that think, VAR didn't work. I think work. the last the, the the word is 
he was called in for questioning because right. he was released without th- charge. Th- so th- no, you, you, we, we should not put it as arresting you, for now. You're going to clarify that. Thank you. That's why you are here. <laughs> okay, so so he's detained. Thank you, Timothy. Mm. He's detained our CAF president uh, in France. Uh, yes, released without any charges. Uh, the controversy of the CAF Champions League. Uh, we look at um, the allegations that were leveled against him by the former CAF Secretary General Amir Fami, who accused him of all kinds of accusations. I mean, misappropriation of funds, corruption, sexual harassment, <laughs> all these things being thrown at mm-hmm. at at. Uh, at Monsieur Ahmad Ahmad, as if that was not enough. I think for me, the worst one was when now CAF Executive Committee, it is reported, gentlemen, that they've requested FIFA to come in and help them because they feel, gentlemen, that they cannot do it on their own. They want FIFA to intervene in its administrative processes. Now I'm looking, I'm saying, oh my goodness, there are 22 men who are in that executive. 22, 20 men, 2 women. 22 one eligible elected CAF executive committee members with the president, Ahmad Ahmad. Gentlemen, isn't it this an admission of, of saying that we have failed to govern CAF? Because now, just to, in case the listeners don't don't know what I'm talking about. CAF have asked FIFA to bring the FIFA Secretary General, that is Fatma Samura, to come in. She's designated as the General Delegate for Africa. Mm-hmm. She is FIFA Secretary General. Now she must come and try to put CAF's house in order. Because these 22 men and women are saying that we cannot... We need someone at FIFA to come in. Are we not, is FIFA not, I mean, CAF not admitting to its incompetence? Coach Obina. Um, you know, like uh, Tim said, firstly, uh, Ahmad Ahmad, you know, for me, um, with uh, his um, call-in or arrest, it was it, like he went for a FIFA um a FIFA Congress. It was a Congress to elect yeah, uh, you know, Infantino. Uh, Infantino. Uh, Infantino. So, and again, more or less, I think the main problem that lead to that questioning, they brought him in for, just wanted him for questioning, was regarding the, the, the Puma um, the Puma uh, um, deal. Yes, that, that deal with the Puma. Where he, yes. w- he, it was broken, you know? Yes. So, if they broke the deal, maybe he had a reason why the deal was broken. So people ought to believe that uh, Puma. Please, can you can you tell me Puma which from which country Puma is? That's Germany. That's a German yeah, company. It's German company. So you know, like if they believe that he 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 does not have the right to broke uh, Puma's uh, engagement with mm. uh, CAF yeah. in order to give it to something else because mm. they believe there is a deal, there is a sketchy deal. Uh, yeah. in between yes, there. Yes. Okay, but that apart, if I come back also to, to say the reason why they called in FIFA, mm-hmm. you know, to come and help. You know, Elas, to, to be sincere, yes, you might look at it somehow to say it's it, 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 it has shown that they've failed. 
And for me, like uh, my colleague here is saying, like Tim, Tim said, that for a man to admit that this is bigger than him, you know, it's it's really a, it's really courage for them to say that. Look, this administration has been run for twenty something years by one man mm -hmm. with his own people. Mm -hmm. There are so many things that has been done bad, and you coming in for one two years, you know. It will always be sinking. Instead of getting out, you, you will be sinking because the damage has been done for 20-something years. You cannot just repair it for one or two years. Okay. So now, for you to repair that thing, you need to go to the root. And you being in the same kakuch, you cannot go to the root because what is in the root is bigger than you. Okay. Uh, Tim. Yes. Um, now, if, if this calf job the mandate of calf if it is too big for this leadership currently why are they not stepping down why in the first instance ahmad ahmad accepted to be elected president of calf knowing very well the problems that are there that they might need somebody does he have the capacity is this not Shame on Africa that our own administration is failing to run CAF. Elasto, the inference that CAF is unable to handle its own internal affairs is a, a massive slap in the face uh, on the African football. And uh, from what is going on, I remember we all jubilated when he, he won to become the CAF president after... Isa Hayatu. Why did we jubilate? Many people welcomed a new dawn. We <laughs> forgot that change comes with its own consequences. <laughs> exactly. And some of them, we are facing them today. Now, for these gentlemen to resign is an option also that maybe they have thought about. But maybe they thought uh, they should try to diagonize the cancer, and that is the administrative cancer on the African continent, that is so deep-rooted that them as the doctors appointed to handle it on the African continent are not qualified to do it. So they looked into the mirror and decided that, listen, can we go to FIFA? And I would like to put this on record, that FIFA is not so clean. Right now, the Attorney General in Swiss is investigating the affairs of FIFA under corruption. So the decision to rope in FIFA to try and understand the state and affairs of corruption on the African continent, football-wise, it's very, very interesting because as we speak now, uh, the, the CAF president is under investigation by, by the S committee of FIFA mm. and we haven't received any report about what they are investigating about him. So they are taking over the mandate that is supposed to lead uh, this CAF administration. So for me, it's a maraise and there's so much going on. Will FIFA be competent enough to understand the massive corruption in CAF. Until then, we are destined for failure. I would love to say that, yes, uh, the, uh, the former Secretary General of CAF reported Hamad Hamad to the FIFA Committee mm -hmm. and also uh, petitioned the French government. And because the tactical steel company that brokered the deal yeah. that has got a friend who is an aide to, to Hamad Hamad yeah. had interest. That's why the French government for it is interested in what took place because they are 
maybe anticipating that they missed monies in terms of taxes yeah, on that deal. Definitely. So for them, they are coming on the different questions. So Ahmed Hamed, having gone for a conference in France, they thought it was prudent for them to request him to come and answer some of those questions. And after answering those questions, it was leased without charge. So as things unfold, we can see, we shall be able to tell. But I can say that the 22 committee members of CAF, Elasto, yeah. I think they are taking a soft landing for Hamad Hamad as the president of CAF so that they give him a, a, a designated exit mm -hmm. from football affairs on African continent. But I hope and pray that FIFA intervention can lead us to where we want to be as Africa in terms of football. Yeah, no, Coach Opin, I, I, I think, look, um, the, for me, this is a strong statement that has come out of failure on the part of Ahmad Ahmad. No matter how you look at it, yeah. whatever angle that you look at it, I think this has just been a job too big for him. And I just feel that for now, it's someone who could have just said, look, I've thrown in the towel. Uh, somebody could step in and because to, if you and to, sorry to cut yes. you short, but <laughs> can you ever think? Uh, I said something earlier. I said, why is it a problem in Africa mm -hmm. that come in any leadership in any way somebody has to lead something, be it the president of the country, yeah. be it the premier, be it the governor, that everyone keep on failing. No. One after the other, mm -hmm. this one comes, the same. He, he, the same. This one promised to come and change the same. No this change. one come. There are cabals. There are people mm -hmm. that you don't see that are behind the scene mm -hmm. that are eating up all these people. You come in, you cannot change them. Be an African, you come in, you will still remain deep rooted. And I'll, I'll, I'll bring a typical example of what is happening, let's say, political George Ware. He was a footballer. Mm -hmm. We thought coming into Liberia would bring something different. Yeah. But now everyone like is complaining. He has banned internet, he has banned Facebook, WhatsApp, everything <laughs> in George Wayne. You know, like <laughs> please. No, no, but but, but, but the yeah. leadership with the problem sometimes yeah. is not the person you are looking at. No, no, but 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 coach, if I look at it, even now, uh, uh, if you look at the, 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 in Africa, I, I can't say that. We, we also don't have to accept that we, we are just this bad. We, no, no, we no. have to. No, 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 the, no, no. The, no the, I, the I cannot, first, I cannot first, accept that we are that remedy, bad. The, I think there are people. Uh, look, who the, is coming? Uh, uh, look now. First remedy, who is coming to sort out the problem? The first remedy. No, who is coming? From where? She's, she's who, African. who is coming? From where? She's which, which nationality? From where? Okay, from now where? let me. Elasto. She's from coming from FIFA. From FIFA. But she's The mentality. She's African. The mentality has changed. Elasto Nobina, I would like to answer that question. She's African. Yes. Yeah. So there are good yep, people yep, in Africa. Yep, yep, yes, and I agree with you. Mm. The difference is that we don't have the systems, operational systems, <laughs> effective systems, <laughs> to facilitate the good African leaders to cut out the mandate they have to undertake. Now, if we set up the systems, which I believe now, with FIFA coming on board, they will help us set up the systems. And once we set up the systems, then we can have the ever leadership of Elastor Kapoja <laughs> <laughs> but okay, taking, okay. taking shape and transforming football. And in I Zimbabwe. believe you see, if you bring only Fatma to be the president of CAF, she will she will fail. 
Oh no. I, I tell you, no, no, because no, the I, problem. The no, I think you are you are being a prophet of doom. No. <laughs> uh, but no, because oh, the, Bina, the I think, problem will not no, no, be no. Fatma herself. But, no, but, look, but look, but for El- us to say that, because some of the things, if I look at um mm-hmm. uh, Ahmad Ahmad, yeah. uh talking about the system, yes, mm-hmm. uh, in in part I would agree mm-hmm. that the, the, the system also might work against you. But but look, some of the allegations, mm-hmm. things like uh, corruption. Yeah bribery sexual harassment Th- these are the things that Look, for me it has to do more about an individual you see, let me tell you something yes. about bribery you see bribery there are bad bribery there are good bribery <laughs> no, no, no 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 there's nothing like that <laughs> oh, no, 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 let me, let me. i don't categorize let, you no, 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 no. <laughs> let, let me tell you something can you, uh, why, can you, why i'm coming can you like withdraw that statement uh-uh, first no 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 can you first withdraw that statement no allow me to go where i'm going first Look, I'm not condoning it. So but I'm not condoning the bribery way to tell you that is bribery is good. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you there are bribery with good intentions, there are bribery with bad intentions. You know, <laughs> when somebody is working for 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 an entity mm-hmm. and like calf like calf and you give us an example best, of a good bribery. Excuse me. That's what I'm coming to. And you have the best at heart of of of, of calf of calf mm. you know and you come there you see oh if i have to get this deal for mm-hmm. calf mm-hmm. it will it will really help us the even if it's a, an illegal way wait uh, look Obina. Uh, no no Obina. <laughs> many things are done illegal way you only know the one you know okay but okay in that's, this football that's, 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 that's why there is politics now, this of is, football this is yeah, that yeah, no. you know, i'm talking about no, no, no. Is gonna stand we don't <laughs> we do not condone this <laughs> no we're not condoning it no there's no we i'm just looking at we want credible leaders the truth i'm just why i'm just talking about this is with akmat akmat i haven't seen much you know time for me time is not really um uh, on his side to say that uh we've given him enough time yeah. to to undo the 26 yeah, years no, no. Da- I, damage. I understand that part. You know? Tim, so just quickly because we need to move i just wanted to answer this one team um looking at I, I think there's been a statement that has been issued by uefa uh on this on this issue and uefa seems to be in opposition with this arrangement of fatma samura coming uh to to calf and try to fix uh, the mess is had his reservations is raising some important uh, questions as to the legality around such a setup and also whether this indeed he has received uh, the support of the rest of the CAF executive because Isaiah, well, not Isaiah, Ahmad Ahmad, <laughs> he has been accused as well yeah. by some of the members of the executive committee that he has become a dictator where, mm. where he pushes his own agenda mm. without consulting the rest. And I think there's one um, member of that executive committee that is, uh, you know him, uh, no, Leo Dega, Tenga, yeah. Yeah. Fr- from, from Tanzania, Tanzania yeah. who, who has come up and say, look, we, we did not agree to this. Mm. Uh, we, 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 we were supposed to be given more time yeah. to read, to go through yes. this, this proposal. Yes. But they were surprised that already, you yes. know, FIFA are, are, are already, you know, kind of implementing uh, what uh, the president has indicated and has requested for, for Samura to come. But, but t- tell me more about <coughs> uh, the position of UEFA through their president, Alexander Seferini. 
Look, it, it doesn't onga well when it comes to, uh, you know, the result of this decision. And like you have pointed out to the fact that uh, some executive members are not in in, in agreement with, with what has, uh, has been raised out uh, on that issue. Uh, when it comes to uh, UEFA's, uh, you know, interest in African level of disorganization is they want things to be done the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that seems to be not the right way because mm-hmm. uh, in that same uh, space, I think they, they they should have as FIFA they should have also a committee to have a discussion about whether that is the right move if FIFA can come on board and take over administration of African football. Uh, so it's very disappointing. But when you raise the issue of uh, you know Denga, the the, the the federation president of Tanzania, yes, these, these are credible people in in football. And they are being carried along to agree in, on what on what is an abnormality, and I'm not surprised that he's standing up to say no, that's not right. But since time immemorial, that's what we're talking about. Or Bina is, is talking about how do you run, you know, a government? How do you run a CAF administration? And I've always told people, uh, those who dared ask me what democracy means, and I've always told them that democracy is suppression of the minority. So the minority may be right, but the majority will win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So now we have got the majority that don't agree to the logo of doing things, the proper way of doing things, and that's why we're having problem. this problem now. Exactly. This is what this is what uh, 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 Seferini had to say, gentlemen. He says, "I cannot be expected to have your proposal examined by UEFA's legal team or consult the European members of the FIFA Council on a subject of such great importance." in a short period of time. Never in the history of our institutions has the FIFA Secretary General, who under FIFA statutes leads the organization, been placed on a secondment to take control of a confederation, even with the latter's consent. So you can see, I mean, I where think, are the... You know what, no, Coach? But I think if you look problem, at... His problem is just the time limit. No, 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 no. He, 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 his problem is the time no, limit. He, look, no, no, listen to his statement. FIFA. No, listen to his statement. Yeah. He, he goes on to say He's that... He's talking to FIFA. He says that never in the history of our institutions... Of UEFA. Yeah. Our institutions... Yes, FIFA, the FIFA Secretary General... Yeah, the FIFA Secretary General. Who, yeah. under FIFA statutes, leads yeah. the organization, being placed on a second man to yeah. take control of, of a confederation... Yeah. Even with the latter's consent, what he's I, trying to say yeah. is that, look, you've got a FIFA Secretary General, yeah. and and why are you flouting the rules, changing the rules? Beca- because never has such a thing happened, and and these are the people that they respect rules. And CAF, when you talk about rules, I can't trust CAF because CAF <laughs> can change rules anytime. They, they can change rules anytime. But yeah. anyway, gentlemen, yeah. uh, no matter how you look at it, like we've said, this is another low, low moment. In, in African, African football, football. It, it, look, we look, thought the VAR was no low the lowest moment. But you, uh, you see, like what we said, uh, uh, Tim told me, he said when I said no, there is a surprise in Africa. He said no. If I'm an African, there is nothing that will surprise me. There is no low moment in <laughs> Africa. We've been in our low moment. I, I just believe. For me, maybe in a way I'm just looking at it, I think this is the right step to take at the moment because there is no Africa that is coming in now credibly to lead us. You know, so rather let's get an external body to audit if it's that six months. This is like, uh, sorry coach to cut mm-hmm. you, this is like when CAF said that at one stage they wanted the Nations Cup to be played outside 
of the continent. This is when we saw the Super Cup being played in some other continent. So don't be surprised. We are going to have people coming from outside, ruling us, taking us. Everything is going to happen outside of Africa. All right, gentlemen, let's move on. Enough, enough of cuff. Let's go to the pitch now and see. I, there, there are other... I mean, before you even get to the pitch. Gentlemen. There are other teams. Oh, Africa. <laughs> when you talk about... This tournament is about to start. And Oloashina touched a bit on it. Yeah. That even Nigeria, there were issues of bonuses. Definitely. Is there any tournament that an African team participates without bonus issues? But, 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 remember oh. what we talked about. This is the same leadership. Leadership, no Africa comes out to lead on the interest of everyone. Mm. It's only for their own interest. Mm. Zimbabwe, for example, yes. Zifa. You know, before it could break, okay, they've already come out to, to say no, yes. that whatever. Last happened, night, uh, the players were up in arms. <laughs> but already. That they're not going to take part in this most important game. Because they said it's not the same thing they told the government, it's the same thing they're telling the players. But they're denying it. But this is the same thing that happened with Cameroon, Nigeria, yes, yes. everyone. Look, we, the leadership of Africa is just something to, it's not something to write home about. So we will always have problems. Tim, we, we you know what? <laughs> I, I was worried this is Zimbabwean. <laughs> I was worried when I heard that last night, the uh, way there was a big meeting happened. Uh, players wanted their I think about 9,200 uh, US dollars uh, appearance fee uh, and participation fee. They want it up front. You can see the leaders are never to yes. be trusted in yeah. Africa. They, want, they wanted this money up front. They'd been promised that contracts were signed but the money, the players were saying we're not going to play against Egypt if that money is not reflecting in our accounts. Until this morning when now all of you know, from the blue, somehow in the bank accounts, the money, money started <laughs> appearing and the players started telling each other that, yes, the money's in. The money's in. But really, do, do we have to go through this every time? Cameroon as well, uh, they couldn't come to Egypt. I'm not sure now if they voted, but the last I heard, they, they were still locked in their, in their hotel in, in, in Yaoundé. It happened in 2014, Cameroon as well, oh. arriving in, 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 in Brazil, very, very late. If now they arrive five days after the tournament is started, they might even be booted out. I understand that Amaj Pinik, who is, of course, the vice president of CAF, uh, himself has got issues of bonuses, <laughs> but he was trying to, to assist uh, the Zimbabwe Warriors because, of course, he, 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 imagine, he was trying. He was there in the meeting for the Zimbabwe Warriors. Trying, but he got his own problem at home. Trying, team to Not make sure money. that... For the first time. No. For the first got time. problem of money. He was trying, Amaj Pinish, to <laughs> yeah. try to save face for African football because they were so scared that if this game doesn't take place, they were trying to make plans for CAF to release money to give the Zimbabwe Warriors. Do we have to be... Uh, to be put through this as Africa every time. Elasto, it's an indictment of what is happening on African football. Uh, there's nothing right back home. I'm sure you don't want to tell us, but during your playing time, you had these <laughs> meetings taking place. <laughs> and, <laughs> and being a captain or a vice captain, mm. you had to balance which side <laughs> of the fence do you on. sit. Yeah. The administrative side or the player's side. And... Uh, as the assistant captain of Uganda Cranes, I've been in that position too. 
uh, where you need to do that. But for me, what is interesting is that when the players decide to go on strike, there's a way money finds its way onto the accounts of the players. <laughs> and you you wonder, where was, where that, was money? that money? What happened to it before it was being paid? It's not the first time we had Ghana mm-hmm. at the pinnacle of football, yeah. at the World Cup, a private jet had to ferry money to pay the players. Mm. So nothing about money is surprising on the African continent. What is surprising though today is that we're not hearing it from Nigeria. <laughs> and since the administration of Pinnick, money issues when it comes to the Nigerian camp, I think have been a little bit, you know, nabbed in the bag. No, no, yes, no, they have no, got no. the administrative on issue. The 20, on the 20, yeah. refused to leave the hotel if they didn't get paid no, that's in fine. the World Cup in Poland. In this one, this World Cup, they just finished. And now, the Super Falcons are there. Hopefully, we're not going to hear anything as well. <laughs> yes. The Super you Falcons are in France. The jet, the plane, they missed their flight. The plane was waiting for them. They, they, refused. they said they're not going. That because if they land in Nigeria, the money will never but go no, 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 into no, 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 be surprised, no, no, no. If you look at uh, what happened when Nigeria won the Nations Cup under Clemens Westerhoff, not the, the AFCON. <laughs> oh, Remember, oh, yeah, it's only now the houses have been the, delivered. 25 some years. Of them, 20 something years ago, some now. of them is dead. 20, yes. Only now, so, some of those houses that were promised but, but were I would, delivered. I, I would like to say, uh, I proud the, the Minister of Sports and Housing hmm. that have decided to honor that pledge so that you know, it is it is put to bed. I, 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 Even, th- I think it was Buhari that he was the one that made. Abacha was it not Abacha. No, Abacha. no it is it Abacha was, who made the the pledge. Abacha was the one who but then he passed was Abacha on. Yes. Or yeah, Abacha. No, it was Abacha. Yeah, Abacha. Yeah, Abacha. Abacha. Now, yes, the, the current yeah, president, yes. when when he took over the presidency, yeah. he now promised. Now he now he promised to honor every pledge that has ever been made. And congrats to one of the African leaders coming true to his word. And we hope others can can take leave, but. Coming back to the bonus structures, I think we should have a way, an administrative uh, uh, structure, just like FIFA came to res- uh, rescue CAF in preparation for uh, for the World Cup. Mm. I think CAF should uh, release monies to these federations to pay players before the tournament so that we don't have uh, such embarrassment. <laughs> so CAF, CAF need to come in there yes. and make sure that uh, the players, when you do a registration, uh, when they're doing all those, you know, in appearing before yeah. the, the tournament starts, uh, ask the captains, have you guys been paid your bonuses? And I hope <laughs> it won't reach a level where a calf has to ask for the for the account numbers to pay directly. Okay. <laughs> I hope yeah, it won't reach we, that we, level. We might re- Look, uh, talking about Cameroon at the moment, players understand they, they, they had been offered 35,000. That is to, to progress out of the groups, but they, they've refused this money. They, they want more. Uh, that is Cameroon. Uh, maybe sensing coach that last time. Remember, they, they are the defending champions. Maybe they know that they'll go all the way. They want to be paid more. But um, th- these are issues that, look, again, they just put uh, this black spot on, on an already tarnished image of, of African football. You know, but uh, sometimes, like, my, my experience, my little experience with the little time I spend with these guys, you know, um will be that most of these professionals, that money they give them are too small for them. They, is, they don't come there because of that money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That money, is, it means nothing to them. Mm-hmm. You know, but when they look at, you know, most of like, if I, I'll tell you then, 
like the Jejo Kochas, the Kanuan Kos, all of them, when they come, it, then it was about $2,000 extra code, $2,000 uh, extra code, like the housing allowance, you know, all those things, daily allowance. They don't use it. They use the money. They, they, and you, if you see the way they push for that money, yeah. you would think that money is their life. Mm. But immediately they get that money, they start distributing it to home-based players that are also in the national. Because their anger is that they come in, they walk in, but now there are 23 players in the, in the camp, yeah. but there are 23 other officials with girlfriends and everything mm. in the flight with them. Yeah. They're playing, they're coming out, they see these people going to shopping. Mm. They're coming with bags and yes. everything. Mm. This is the same money. Mm. That is supposed and to they're supposed to be given to them. To the players. So yeah. now, and sometimes they, this money goes into the chairman's account or into the president's account. He keeps this money in his own personal account just to, to get interest more. Maybe a 25-day... Uh, account, you know, just to put that money in his account, the money doesn't come out immediately. Mm. He tried to prolong, prolong, prolong. Mm. Not that the money is not there, because these are things. If if you know what you're doing, already Nigeria qualify for nations for for nations cup. Two three months before this mm. nations cup, oh. call the captain. Yes. In one maybe the last game of the qualifier, call the captain, sit with them, negotiate, make them sign. You know, this is how much we're going to pay you. Mm. This is whatever what's going to happen. Then it gives you time to also go back and plan this money before time. Uh, with African time, it's difficult. All those contracts <laughs> have been signed. But we know African time when we say that we still got two more months. Uh, African time tells you that, look, we always want to do things in the last minute. So Zimbabwe eventually, yes, uh, I'm but glad to say that. the last minute that is killing yeah, us. Yeah, it's killing us. I'm glad to, to announce that, yes, the Warriors, we've seen the lineup. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> the boys are ready <laughs> to play. Okay. But with Cameroon, we are hoping that, They're yes, gonna come, they will come. They will come to No, I to think, I, I, I think, hoping that they will come. I think they, they took board, you know, to be to go to Egypt. Oh, they're already I think coming. They're they offered, I think, 7,600. Euros, I think, it? extra. Okay. I think they'll be they'll they'll grace the tournament. Uh, yeah. that, that's for sure. But because we don't want another drama. But, but it, at, it at the end of the day, you know, we don't learn as African leaders. No, we don't. We don't learn. And I think this is the right time. I think FIFA should at one time open that clause to allow government intervention, because FIFA says they don't want government intervention. Mm -hmm. Now, government, even when governments lease money to the federation, mm. they cannot investigate where that money has gone when it has not reached the players. Yeah. Until players go on strike, mm. that's when the government says there's something wrong and then these administrators are threatened and then that's when they make the payments. I think there has to be a collaboration between... There's no football without government involvement. And vice versa. But, and vice versa. But yeah. the degree... So, because we have wrong elements who are operating like small demigods you in, know, in some countries. Africa is playing football, national team, no sponsor. The sponsor's money, you don't even know where it's coming, where it's, it's going. It's not declared. And you know, you know, it cannot even cutter for the national team. You still and ask Elas for Elasto, money. What is, what is breaking my heart at this moment in time is that as African footballers, we have grown in leaps and bounds. Mm -hmm. The administrative part of our African football it's going down to the dogs. Yeah, gentlemen, I think it reminds me of uh, a quote that I read this morning to say that, yes, again, just um, agreeing to what Timothy is saying, that uh, the footballers have improved. 
excellent footballers coming from the continent, but uh, the administrators, uh, unfortunately, are gunning in the opposite direction. Keeping up, staying with Cameroon, gentlemen, um, let's look at um, the captains. Now, here's a character who has been given the armband. I mean, this issue of the armband, we saw it last time. It was a problem <laughs> in, in Ghana. Uh, but um, it seems as if um, Clarence Sidoff has found it easy to hand the captains to Eric Maxim Chopu Motung. Motung, although he's a player, Timothy, that uh, refused. I know you don't want the word for some of you. Who refused to honor uh, the call-up when this very same team won the Nations Cup in 2017. Is he deserving? Is it because he's playing for one of uh, the richest team in the world, that is PSG? But uh, here is the captain in charge who takes over from Benjamin Mkanji, of course, who was the captain in 2017. That is Eric Maxim Chopo Moteng. Is he the right man to lead the indomitable Lions? Yes, I would say so. Uh, because uh, from the time uh, Sidov and Clever took over leadership uh, to steer the Indomitable Lions, you know, uh, there has been some controversy. There was a declaration that if you are playing in China, you're not good enough to, uh, to, to don, you know, the Indomitable Lions jersey. And so it happened that the, the then captain, uh, uh, your favorite player, uh, that is Benjamin Mokanjo. Mokanjo. Uh, felt culprit to that declaration. Mm -hmm. And so for him, in haste, he decided to declare and announce his uh, retirement from international football. So for all this time, Cameroon has not been having a, a captain. Mm -hmm. They have, been, captain, they yes, have they been having standing, change, uh, yes. standing mm -hmm. captain. So the coaches f uh, felt uh, that they could uh, appoint their captain and they saw fit that Eric Maxim could be uh, that uh, leader to lead the Indomitable Lions. Yes, uh, wish him the best, but what is important, and I think the starting point has been leading his charges to, to get the right bonus structure for them to, to be able to defend uh, the title that they won, they won in Gabon. Uh, so yes, uh, it will depend uh, whether the appointment of the captain solidifies the team other than dividing the team. That is, that is very crucial. Uh, we saw that with, in Ghana. We had <coughs> IU being uh, yes. appointed the captain. And then uh, general captain. Uh, no, are you was captain? Was, was and the general uh, captain. captain. And then, and then Asamoah decided to declare his retirement from international uh, duty. Yes. Uh, the head of state had to come in, and then he was conferred upon him as the general captain of the the Black Stars. I don't know what it means, but yes, we have the general captain and the captain <laughs> <laughs> for, for the Black Stars. Coach, so <laughs> yes, that's where we are. Okay, time. Coach Obina. Uh, <laughs> Now, looking at, um, yes, the, the captains, it, 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 it won't have so much impact, of course, on, 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 the, on Cameroon's chances of defending this title. Yes, Cameroon as well, you know, going through so many challenges in terms the of... chances of getting their bonuses? Yeah, okay. <laughs> that might motivate the, the players. That is good, like what Tim has said, that the captain yeah. played a fantastic captain's <laughs> role. Yeah. But in terms of Cameroon, looking yeah. at Group F, Cameroon, Ghana, yeah, no. Benin, Guinea-Bissau, and the overall... Uh, chances of, of this, this this nation. That surprised us, of course, in 2017. He had yeah. challenges. So many players, including Eric Maxim, not coming you know, for, for that tournament. But they just showed the depth that they, they had, had yeah. where immediately the players that actually re replaced these so-called big-name players 
went all the way to to win you know the final uh, and then they are defending the, but w- what are the chances of Cameroon this time around look uh, i think they stand a good chance also um they're not a team that is that that that, that will be easily pushed over mm-hmm. um but also my concern is the coaching the coaching department okay. you know which is Cluvet and, uh, and Sidov, Sidov, yes. you know uh, these are guys that does not have much experience in 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 african football mm-hmm. you know and but but the only thing somehow i just believe that also that will play a very good path um with with them is that look they 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 well known name in this game uh, the players will respect them the players will look uh, mm-hmm. up to them you know mm-hmm. they you wouldn't have that thing of a player disrespecting coach or anything because we in africa somehow we 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 respect those things when we when we see name we respect names yes, yes. you know if you're in, if you've been in the game <laughs> he commands uh, the respect in that already you know mm-hmm. you when you come in there ah no that's yes. that's it off yes. you know yeah okay <laughs> you know he, he's telling you what he has done you yes. know what he has done you know regardless he might not be a good coach mm-hmm. you know so but i just believe that will only be uh, something that will lead the team with the kind of experience they have but if they stand the chance yes i believe them and ghana will come will come out from that group the show is afcon 19 updates i'm with timothy batabaire and uh, coach obina okafu talking about coaches as well gentlemen we are seeing there are these uh, lovely coaches that I love that are coming from the continent. It's uh, AFCON, it's Nations Cup. And very glad and very delighted to see 11 coaches, Timothy, out of 24, that are born and bred on the African continent. What are their chances? Who's going to do well? Is it foreign coaches versus African coaches? What do you think? Uh, it is hard to, to call at uh, this moment in time. Yes, we have had uh, you know the foreign coaches taking the own share of mm. winning the Afcon, uh, but for me it it brings uh, you know joy to my heart that we have eleven uh, trusted uh, children of the soil to mm. be given the mandate to uh, to lead uh, to, to lead their respective countries. Yes, uh, yes. For me, that is uh, you know that is a bonus the leadership, uh, but for me. There is one gentleman that I'm very, very proud to be taking mm. his team to uh, to Afcon, and mm. that is Florent Ibenge. Okay, uh, he has been a very great servant of football, mm. uh, not conditions withstanding. You know, he, he, there is a time when he did duty for both club and and country at the same time, uh, and 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 this time around is still uh, very, very. Uh, eager and leading this time, we have got uh, Aro Sisi uh, Senegal. Fr- from Senegal. Uh, given he, he was given even the mandate to lead an African team to the World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, normally history had it that all African, mm-hmm. all African, once you qualify the team for the that African is Cup of Nations, for the immediately they hire the mm. the expatriates to yes. take over. So for me, it's very important. We have got Kwesi uh, Hapia. Uh, who is also, yes. uh, you know, undertaking to try and get the fifth crown for the <laughs> for Ghana? Uh, yes, he's undertaking a, a, a revival, uh, you know, blending the experience to the young one, and he has been given the mandate. Mm. He has been there. We have got uh, Basilo Bakanda of Guinea-Bissau, mm. uh, great, great coach, and I can tell you that they are bound to surprise so many. But for me, what is 
uh, credit is a nation like Namibia to stick uh, with Maneti, who has served them so diligently to continue leading this Namibian team to Afcon. Coach Obina, any any coach there that um, excites you? Yes, the likes of uh, Sandej Zambwa of uh, Zimbabwe making his fourth appearance uh, at the at the Afcon. Uh, you look at uh, coaches like um, Ibrahim Kamara of Ivory Coast uh, <laughs> making, I think, his debut. He's been there yes, as an assistant. Um, you look at, yes, your <laughs> compatriot, uh, Aminike, who did very years. well with Tanzania. <laughs> After 29 uh, years. Yes. So, so your thoughts on, on, on some of these coaches in terms of uh, their chances and the impact that they can have. And really, are we, are we, having, are we having now more faith uh, on 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 coaches that are born and bred on our continent. Look, we we've always have uh, coaches in Africa, you know, that uh, are born and bred in Africa, uh, that I believe that it's good enough. But again, the biggest problem has been on my own side, on my own belief, is that most of the ones that are not uh, capable have overshadowed the people that are capable. But good. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it, it comes now uh, in, in the round of football that in Africa that most of these capable coaches are now coming out. You know, uh, our, our jobs are being given to them. You know, the, 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 the part of them playing is now showing. You know, take a typical example like Amunike. Amunike have shown in the Nigerian youth team, you know, how good he is, but mm. haven't given a proper chance. But now left the shore of Nigeria, went to Tanzania, qualified them after 20-something years. 29 years. You understand? So it to tell you how incredible that is, you know, for an African to move out from his place, go to other place to coach. So now, uh, but do they stand a chance here? Is a debut for them? It's just like, for me, I, I don't give them any chance at the moment, you know? So, but... Let them just go play. Let them just go enjoy it. You know, enjoy it and let the country feel it. But for countries uh, that I believe uh, that have the capability, the coaching crew, you know, I, I would look somebody like Apia, Apia of Ghana, you know, mm -hmm. and with his team, with his uh, pedigree as a coach, yes, I believe they will go far. Then also, um, this uh, uh, Kamara. He's of, been uh, there. Yes. Yeah, he's been there. He's mm -hmm. seen what is what is happening. Yes. You know, you have been with the golden generation. Mm -hmm. You know, so I believe he also has have the capability of leading this team uh, going forward. You know, looking at other t other people, uh, because of the the mediocre of the name of the country and also mm -hmm. the players, you, you know, the coaching you can only do little. You know, mm -hmm. coming that this is the stage where you have to show everything. So for me, but it's also good to have, out of 24, to have 11 coaches from, from Africa. I, I think it's also a way to go. Okay, some of the coaches that are making their debut now, we are going to wish them all the best. Yes, they, it will be a learning curve, of course, for yeah. them. Uh, the likes of uh, Stuart Baxter, unbelievable that he's making his first appearance at the <laughs> Nations Cup. Uh, the likes of <laughs> Egyptian coach Yevia Aguero is also making his debut. And so many others like uh, Sebastian Desabre of Uganda. Uganda was there, of course, but uh, under Coach Mitchell. This time around, a new coach. Then we've got the likes of uh, Clarence Sidoff. We touched on him. Uh, Burundi, of course, uh, having Olivier Niyungeko making his appearance for the very first time. Uh, 
Coach Obina as well's compatriot that is Emmanuel Amunike with Tanzania making his first appearance. And of course, the coach who has been at the Nations Cup the most number of time is Monsieur Michel Dussier. Six times he's been there. Okay, Moving gentlemen. from one country to another. Yeah, one country to the other. Interested I, I, left I, I, I wonder, you know, why is that he hasn't won it, but um, he seems to be always, you know, going Having to the... Jobs. Yes. All right, now let's just... Turn our focus now, gentlemen, to the big one. That is tonight's opener. Opening match between uh, Egypt, the Pharaohs, and also against, um, that is, uh, the Warriors of Zimbabwe. Now, gentlemen, if you look at this game, would you say it is uh, David and Goliath? Would you say uh, it's a game that uh, really you cannot underestimate the underdog? which is uh, the Warriors looking at their their campaign, topping up their group during the qualifiers. You look at the array of stars um, in, in, the, in the home side, the host playing at home. That 12th man, and I, I was just following through the build-up to this game, uh, coach, where the game is at 10 o'clock at night, Egyptian time, but is, is, is the time around in the afternoon, around 2 o'clock, eight hours before the game, already there were these snaking cues of fans <laughs> trying to get into a Cairo a stadium. A mammoth task, uh, definitely, for the Warriors of Zimbabwe. But um, looking at the chances, looking at how this game c- could go, coach, wh- what are your thoughts? I know now this is where you come in as a coach. Tell us, what are you seeing? What do you think is going to happen tonight when uh, the Warriors go in the Lions' den? And face the more Salah-led Egyptian team. Look, from where I'm sitting here looking forward at what is happening now in Egypt, you know, uh, I think in my lifetime I've been opportune to play in Egypt. You know, they want crazy fans. They want crazy (laughs) country in football. They want crazy country that you're playing against them opposition, you know, from your hotel room... (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they are they, making it this, known to you they, that he, we are the, the boss. airport. You are you land. Mm. They they disrupt everything you do. You come out to training, they they watching you. They throwing <laughs> things, you know. Mm. They frustrate you. Yeah. They they bring that fear upon you, mm. you know. So uh, I think it will be a good game. Uh, for me, I will not say I'm not giving Zimbabwe a chance mm-hmm. because Zimbabwe have been there. You know, the one country they. You look at the players, they, they always they have good players. Mm-hmm. Always good players. So if they stand the chance, yes. But with the team that <clears throat> Egypt is building now, because Egypt has already, they go, they've gone through uh, um, their own patch, you know, they're building their own, uh, their own team at the moment that has gone to the World Cup. It's also a new coach. That took over immediately after the yeah after the World he, Cup, he you know. Cooper. So and he hasn't been tested very well, okay. you know, um, because after the World Cup, the games he had was more days. There, there was nothing more at stake, mm. you know. Yes. It was eight games. There was nothing much at, mm. at stake, yeah. you know. So at the moment for him, with the players he had, he had good players, good name, you know. Also talking about Salah, El Neni, you know. Um, Koka, you know, and uh, was this boy playing on the left again? You know, they they got good players, but yes. will they be able to conquer 
the Warriors, uh, Zimbabwe. Mm. That's something we need to see in the field because if Zimbabwe goes there and go maybe chicken out from the pressure of the fans, then Egypt will bury them. But if Zimbabwe will stand and play the way I've seen them play, then it will, very, it will be an interesting opener today. Team, interesting opponent it is uh, for Egypt. Looking at uh, the Zimbabwe Warriors, uh, it's, it's a team that uh, has got former and present players playing in the South African Premier Soccer League. Uh, now, looking at, at their lineup, it has come out. Uh, the likes of Edmo Sibanda, Darikwa, Lunga, Mudimu, Hadebe, Munetsi, Nakama, Karuru, Musona, Mushekwi. Now, looking at them, looking at Kama Billiard as well, uh, who might be starting on the bench. I don't see Kama here. Yes, Kama should be starting on the bench. It looks like uh, Coach Chizambo has gone for Karuru. Surprises, any surprises, looking at the goalkeeping department as well, where the likes of Edmo Sibanda comes in with being space goalkeeper. I heard of two Yes, of goalkeepers, that is uh, George Tugua of Polokwane yeah, City yeah. and also Elvis Chipeseze, who did very well in his first uh, debut in the PSO. Are you, what are you reading uh, into this, uh, this, this uh, starting lineup and against the Pharaohs? Uh, how far do you think they can go frustrating the Egyptians and maybe trying to sneak? Do they, do they have a chance? That is the Warriors. Elasto, they have a chance, mm. and I'll tell you why. Uh, during our playing days, a coach would call you into the meeting and say, hey, listen, you're going to mark Al-Hajidiof. <laughs> he plays in Europe. Are you up to it? So one time, I just looked at this coach and I told him, listen, if Ferguson had a chance to allow me to train with Manchester United, he would sign me. Mm. So I'll be able to defend Al-Hajidiof. So this is what is happening. Zimbabwe has a credible squad, as mm -hmm. I speak now. Mm. Yes, they will have few chances, Clinical finishing of those chances are key. They are talking about Mohamed Salah. I can tell you, in Kamabiria, in Musona, the smiling assassin, they can cause total damage uh, to this Egyptian team. If you look at how the Egyptians play, they always play, the first 15 minutes, they will all, all out attack. Mm -hmm. And then in between there, they are trying to find where, and then towards the end. Now, if Zimbabwe can withstand that onslaught of attack for the first 20 minutes, <coughs> I can tell you they can dream. Yes, the conditions are against them. But let me tell you, when it comes to skill, the desire, the passion and ability of the Zimbabwean, and given the fact that they have been paid on top of that, <laughs> I can assure you. Money is showing in their accounts. I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to die a little bit for their country. And I, I can assure you, the less prepare ourselves to go and watch this game. We're going to enjoy it. You know, another uh, yes, you read uh, you uh, another thing that is concerned for me in the Zimbabwean uh, theme yes. is, is the issue of the goalkeeper that you raised. Yes. You know, Edward uh, Edmo Sibanda. Sibanda. He's on goals tonight. Uh, look, uh, I think uh, uh, I was opportune to watch him play, not to watch him, to coach him, actually. Yeah. He was with me in uh, with Space. Space, Space, yes. Yeah, so... And your concerned, coach. Your concerned. <laughs> I'm really concerned. <laughs> Honestly, to be sincere, you I, are concerned. I I had a goalkeeper then uh, in Spurs. Um, that was uh, what's his name again? In he was he finished up with Kings this season. Oh yes, um, yes. To be Sanims. 
So you have a goalkeeper of that caliber from the national team that came to to a, a national division one mm-hmm. uh, in South Africa, but was sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. You know, for for Dumisani, that was an outcast from Super Sports, mm-hmm. and we watched every day training section, everything. Yeah. Um, Sibande Edmund, like his reflexes are very poor. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been, he has been off uh, football, you know, for long and been in, in spares, didn't keep much of the game. Then you compare him with the goalkeeper of Baroka that have been in and out of uh, the goal, the season, and the goal. He was uh, player the of the tournament in the netball. Can imagine. Then, sure, sure boating, maybe. Then, <laughs> then, no, even the, he doesn't. He, but have you, you know, seen this? You know, you know, have you seen this thing <laughs> that we're talking about? He's yeah. the size of me and you put together. Yeah, but you know when it comes to yes, it's 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 a concern. But for me, in this moment in time, yeah, uh, you know when it comes to the goalkeeping department, mm. it comes to the uh, you know are the defenders comfortable with the choice maybe, of the coach? Maybe and uh, also their, maybe their the preparation. You understand? Of and play, also playing style. The conditions are different. This is the national team versus the club. So uh, but maybe one one, one the attribute he got yeah. that I, I must I must really um, uh, uh, accept that. He he can hit like uh, when we get any free kick, <laughs> seventy yards. Yes, he's a free kick checker. Yeah, seventy yards free kick. Yeah. seventy. I'm telling you, when you count seventy, you just <laughs> you call him out. He but hits I, the ball like. No, I, 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 I think, I think it's, it's 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 a it's um it's also a, a very good headache for the coach that he has mm. also these three three wonderful quality keepers. keepers that yeah. is difficult for him to separate between the three. But at the end of the day. It's a national team. It's a team that is to defend very well but today. But I heard he's a veteran. I, eh? Yes, he's a veteran. Yes, a veteran, I think yeah. that is why maybe for the occasion like with this. With a veteran coach. Yeah, with a veteran <laughs> coach. <laughs> but uh, he, he has the, the record, gentlemen, for for this header today. In the eight previous clashes uh, with Zimbabwe, Egypt have re- recorded five wins, two draws, mm. and one defeat. The loss coming way back in 1992. So yes, it is also worth noting that only once where more than three goals scored. Score. So so it's it's a match that uh, doesn't produce so many goals. One and, and and looking at Egypt, yes, in their squad, of course, you look at the top players, it's not only Mo Salah, they've got Elneni, Muhammad Elneni, they've got Ahmed El Mohammadi, they've got Ahmad <laughs> Hegazi, of course, one of their defenders, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, this this giant yeah, of a defender yeah. is there. But uh, yes, it is the also the birthday for Knowledge Musona, the captain today. <laughs> He'll be celebrating money in the bank account, <laughs> celebrating his birthday, Getting younger. leading the team. I had said that Kamabila is not in the starting lineup. He is he in is the starting, starting lineup. Line so is, I can see that this, this three men attack of Knowledge Msona, uh, as well as Nyasha Moshekwe and Kamabila, it should be a handful. For any defense coach. And you know, these guys are fast. You, yes. one, one good thing I'm, I'm just seeing is Kama likes coming from the side. Mm. Uh, Musona is somebody I always love to see him in the center playing or behind the striker. You know, Moshiku is more of a target man. Mm-hmm. He's a very good player. I've watched him play. You know, I admire his playing time in 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 sundowns. You know, that three, that these three players will will always break any defense. You know, at any time. I'm From telling you, if they will have a chance, definitely they will get a chance today for me Tim, <laughs> last your for last me, closing for, remarks, for me yes. the, the selection of uh, Nyasha Meshakwi 
uh, ongas very well uh, f- uh, for the benefit of the likes of Kamaberia and, and Musona. Yeah. And I can assure you that the rest of the back should stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, because and, Musona and, 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 and can run. I, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Because what, what they have done is, is pure. They are going to get them on the counter, of which they're going to get chances. They're going to get chances. Their defense of Egypt being a hosting nation, yeah. the onus is on them to attack. Uh, yeah. So when they do attack, they're going to push uh, push Forward. up all their yeah. wing backs to try. Yeah. So there will be openings. So what is important, I hope Sander has told his players that maybe as a central defender, you need to take a risk that when they're attacking you, if you get a chance, take a breather, control a ball, mm. and pick a spot. Pick the likes of uh, Musona or Birian. If you can be able to release that ball, mm. We shall be talking about Kamba Biryat than Muhammad Salah tomorrow. Tell us what you think. This is uh, AFCON 19 updates. We've come to the end of our show. Yes, we're just talking about uh, Group A that kicks off tonight, uh, comprising of Egypt, host, of course, and Zimbabwe playing tonight. But tomorrow there will be Tiara Congo playing against uh, Timots, Uganda. We are going to cover that in detail tomorrow as well in our show. So we hope that you tune in. It's a daily, daily update that you're going to get. Uh, different guests coming on the show, giving you all the live updates of what is happening in Cairo. So yeah, we wish all the best, all your countries, all the teams that uh, you are vying for. But let me thank my guests that were with me tonight. That is Timothy Batabaire and Coach Obina Okafu. Thank you, gentlemen. And May you have a blessed, blessed evening. We are going to meet again tomorrow as we look at day two of AFCON 2019 Cairo. With me, Elasto Lungu Kapoeja, I said good night. <laughs>